Welcome to the What's Current podcast from NAPIT. I'm joined today from, by Paul Chaffers from Hager. And today our subject we're going to be talking about is CPD. So welcome again, Paul. Good to have you back in the building. What's it been like coming back? It's great. It's always nice to come back to NAPIT headquarters and uh, great to see you guys again. And we've been doing a lot out on the road together, haven't we? Doing the expos and what yeah. have you. So yeah. it's, uh, it's like I've never left. Never left. Never <laughs> left the building, mate. No, it's great to be working with you, Paul, and it is great to have you back. So, Paul, just tell us a little bit now you are in this new role at Hager. Tell us about what you're doing there and, and the role you've got there at the moment. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I'm the technical training manager there at Hager. Um, and obviously, there's a number of different elements to the training we provide. So we've got the uh, training academy, which is a really state-of-the-art training centre. And, um, you know, we have candidates in and obviously we, we do some stuff with uh, NAPED there. So we won't be talking about that later in the podcast. Yeah. Um, but also some of the work I'm doing is developing the online learning material, which is CPD accredited. So, you know, we're here today to talk about CPD. We've got an online um, learning academy online, um, the Hager Academy online, I should say. Yeah, correct title. And um, there's a number of courses. So we've currently got uh, two or three there that are CPD accredited. And I'm going to start building them as we go and as as and when we get time to fit them in. Brilliant. Sounds like you're busy there then. With really busy. Obviously, we've got lots of trade shows going on as well. And Hager have always been really keen to get out and give this CPD. They've been doing it for a number of years, as you as you know, we've been supporting NAPIT over the years. So, um, you know, it's really important to, to be out there and to be able to help the the members and the, uh, you know, the contractors in the industry to keep up to date with the latest changes in the regs and what products they can use to meet those, uh, you know, those difficult regs. That, and they can be difficult at times, can't they? Yeah, of course they can. I mean, that that's great. So let's rewind a bit, Paul. So we were thinking about CPD. For those that perhaps aren't familiar with the term, what do we understand? What What's our understanding of CPD from our point of view as electricians? Well, the I think the term stands for something like continuing professional development. Yeah, um, there's other terms in there. Con- yeah, it's continual. It's sort of changed over the years. But CPD is the buzzword, and there's lots of different people offering it. Some is, is better than other sources, but... What what guys really need to do is they need to keep on top of their learning, keep up to date with the changes, and that's why we do the things that we do. NAPA do the expos out on the road. We do the ELEX shows, uh, CEF Live, all the big shows to get out there and keep people's learning up to up together, make sure they're staying ahead of the game. And if they're ahead of the game, they can be ahead of their competitors, and, you know, and, and it's what they need to do. I think... It's not really a new thing for NAPET. We've been delivering webinars and writing articles for years and, you know, giving that CPD. But the words has become a bit of a buzzword. It may be tied in with the um, EAS specification. Um, you know, in that specification, a few years ago now, they started using this word where a certification body such as yours here at NAPET would start looking you know, what are members doing for their CPD? Are they keeping it up together, etc.? So different trade bodies would look for different amounts of hours. In the IET, maybe you know, 30 hours, 30 hours, something not, like that. So, so yeah, essentially, it's it's nothing to be scared of. There's plenty of material out there. Yeah, I think from my point of view, Paul, looking at CPD when I was on the tools, it wasn't really a th- a such a thing. You was always learning, but it wasn't sort of that accredited kind of thing. Um, I think you'd be quite right. It is a buzzword at the moment. It's more recent. And I wonder 
how many electricians really out there at the moment know about it. I mean, I think the pickup of it's good. We're seeing more attendance at the trade shows and, you know, attendance on webinars and you must be seeing the pickup in your academy and the footfall through there. So do you think it's something that electricians are aware of or, or, or you know, are doing out there? I think most professional electricians will be aware of it, you know, because it's everywhere, isn't it? It's in all the trade magazines, it's at the trade shows, etc. But um, it's not a new thing. We've been doing CPD for years. You know, the Naper Trade Association has been doing it for years and years and years. You know, I used to be involved in that and spent many a time travelling around the country delivering seminars and that. But at the time, it wasn't advertised as this is CPD, but it actually was. People were coming along, they were learning, they were keeping up to date. Yeah, and, and another thing I think I've noticed from my training background is CPD doesn't always have to be that, like when you think you've got to gain a qualification or you've got to attend a course, you've got to watch something for five hours. It's not about that, is it? You're quite right. It could be a 15-minute session. It could be something you've read in a trade magazine. I think it, it comes down to ultimately you've learned something new that you didn't know before. Yeah, things were evolving all the time. So, you know, you could take a qualification five years ago, but then the regs change or some new products are out there on the market. And you've got to be able to adapt, you know, to stay ahead, to stay current. You've got to be out there. You've got to be able to adapt. So you've got to constantly pick up on these changes and learning. There's lots of different places you can you can get it now. There's lots of different online material uh, that people can access. Most of it's free of charge. You've just got to be careful that you're going to the right reputable sources to look at that learning because there's lots of so-called technical experts. And so, you know, make sure you're, you're visiting the ones that come highly recommended and the ones that have have got that uh, that knowledge because they're part of an organisation like such as Nabil or Hager that work with the national committees and they're able to give you know really accurate advice. That's the type of CPD that you really want. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's dodging that misinformation, isn't it? I think Paul as well because, like you say, there are there is some stuff out there that you can access. You know, social media is great for that, but also it can it can got go you know force you down a bit of a rabbit hole, can't it? Where you're thinking, oh, that's the right way to do things, but like you say, you've got to make sure it's almost accredited and, and like you say, someone with a good reputation in the industry is delivering it. I think that's a good point, actually. Yeah, I mean, the CPD that I'm writing for Hagar is being sent off to CPD. So they're actually doing the accreditation, giving us a certificate, um, telling us what bits are missing if we need to, you know, if we need to amend the courses that we're writing so that when we do offer the course, it's, uh, you know, CPD accredited, and it's been checked to meet the requirements. That's interesting. So you're almost doing an internal or an external check, rather, that yours is, is fit for purpose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see the importance of using an external CPD body to to, to make those checks. Um, in fact, Hager's been signed up with them for quite a few years now. And uh, since I've joined them, it's just been a case of refreshing all of their material and writing new material. So we, you know, we've currently got a, a lot of CPD. We've been doing CPD webinars um you know through different uh, wholesalers and myself and my colleague paul collins have been doing a, a number of those recently on fridays um the the learning material we have online is cpd accredited so uh, it's free of charge people can go and use the hager academy online it's just a case of um signing up and then they can use it there's uh, a few short courses already on there cpd accredited uh they've got little quizzes and tests and you know, currently can go on there and learn all about consumer unit design, AFDD, surge protection, all the sort of stuff that Hager offer. It's got all the regulation references written into it. So uh, should be useful to your members. 
Yeah, it's interesting that because uh, I think we've worked well together over the, the last few months, haven't we, since I, I, you know, I'm fairly new to this role, but working with you and your your history with uh, Naked and now with Hager, we've had some of those sessions where we've delivered to members that have sat there, especially around those subjects you're talking about. And I think really with the CPD, it needs to be current. It needs to almost be ahead of the game so that not only do electricians realise what's happening now, but what's around the corner, perhaps any amendments and, you know, the corrigendums. We've done stuff like that before. And I think the big one that I remember being well attended was that one on, on um, consuming a design where, like you say, there's so much in a consumer these days that, you know, the modern electrician, it's a bit of a minefield, if I'm honest. Um, but I think that's where they need that education, isn't it? To say, well, I'm not just fitting a standard uh, circuit breakers now in a main switch. I've got so much in there. Uh, you know, how big's my board? Can a bit from one I always think. Paul, we've talked about a little bit about CPD for our members and obviously your customers, uh, but also we've got to consider CPD for presenters like ourselves, the people that are standing up there and giving this information to customers and members. What keeps us current? Well, we should get a certificate for writing the CPD, shouldn't they? Well, you've done it. It's, <laughs> yeah, I've printed one off for you, mate. Brilliant, thanks. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy, really, because if I was to document you know, my CPD, how do I explain that I've written X amount of articles this year? Surely that counts for something because obviously when you sit down to write an article, you'll do some research um, to really understand the subject. You'll get the references from BSM671 and then you'll look at putting that into an article. So in doing the piece of work, you're, you're keeping your CPD up together because you're learning about a, a topic. The exact same when we prepare to go out on the road and deliver a, a set of presentations. The exact same when we do a webinar. So we're constantly keeping our CPD up together to enable us to d deliver that CPD. But it's a really good question, Steve, because, you know, I haven't got any certificates to show that I've got excellent out of uh, CPD. So, uh, you know, and obviously, um, obviously, when you worked previously at, at Naked, you, you sat on those committees. So you would have been ahead of the game knowing what was coming down the line. I mean, no, you're not allowed to reveal that stuff, of course if it's a, you know, a future amendment, but that must've been a massive insight into what you were going to see in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it gives you an opportunity to prepare and to be able to consider what, you know, the way things are moving. Um, but yeah, I'm still involved in the, in the committee structure via BEMA. So I'm, you know, I'm on a few BEMA committees for the wiring regs and electric vehicle charging. So I'm able to, you know, pass comment into the JPAR 64 via BEMA. Um, but yeah, previously I was the deputy chair of subcommittee B. Um, you know, Frank Barry was the subcommittee uh, A chair, deputy chair. So you know, between us, a lot of lot of good knowledge was coming coming into NAPA. You know, you're still getting that via Frank. So uh, it's all good stuff. And a big responsibility, I would have thought as well, when you're involved in shaping the future of the regulations. Yeah, I mean, of course, there's a number of organisations that's involved in it. Um, there's lots of different professionals involved in it, lots of different interests in that. And it's a case of the job of the chairman is a case of getting consensus on a on a topic and trying to reach a compromise between all the all, all the people in the room. You don't always you don't always get your own way, but uh, you know, generally, uh, you know, Napier would be there to try and keep keep the regs as sensible as they can for their members. You know, yeah. So there's no that would, no fighting then. That was always the goal. Well, we can't we can't talk about the fights that went on there. You know, <laughs> yeah. Don't talk about the fighting. What what stops in JFL committee steps? Absolutely. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, I think you're quite right from my point of view, like from my experience of working in training with a, and previously with a warding organisation, when I got my head stuck into writing with the IET to do the, the, um, a qualification on electrical energy storage, that was a really big insight for me because although I missed the boat on the tools with that kind of stuff, obviously I was I was had to get my head in the codes of practice, the books, working with, you know, top people that knew their stuff to get my knowledge before I could write an assessment or, or a presentation based on that. So I think you are right. I think once your head's in it, that OMCPD is naturally built within yourself, isn't it? And your knowledge is extended. So yeah, I think we naturally get it. But like you say, we don't end up with certificates. I mean, I think at awarding organisations when you work for them, you can't, you can't actually take qualifications because you're part of the writing team. So you end up with no qualifications either. So I've got no CBD and no qualifications. But anyway, I have. I'm a sparky by trade. Coming on to that though, Paul, that's interesting because I think my, my journey now has took me off the tools about 12 years ago. Uh, kept my hand in a little bit towards coming off the tools as a comfort blanket, but now try and avoid <laughs> telling people I'm a sparky by trade these days. But I suppose from that practical end, I'm not doing that. I'm not hands-on anymore. What about yourself? Do you still keep hands-on with anything? I still do bits and pieces, you know, mainly for family and friends and around the home. I'm currently doing a summer house in my garden. So you know, I've put a sub main out to that. And, you know, so I'm not as fast as I used to be. Um, and obviously doing what we do, um, you know, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. The more you know that the more you want to do with 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 the project so you don't cut any corners you want it to be perfect it takes you longer you know yeah um but yeah so i'm still up to up, up to speed with things and obviously in the hager academy we've got lots of display boards with our products on there so you know when we're making changes to those we'll be showing different methods of connection etc so you're still using your tools yeah you're still involved in the trade and i think you're right i think the advantage of going to these trade shows like alex and expos and stuff if manufacturers are there and they've got new products you can ask those questions yourself can't they say well this is new and shiny what does this do so i think you're getting that knowledge that way as well aren't you you might not be installing it but you understand how the thing works yeah absolutely we've got a number of sort of products that we're really proud of the way that we've sort of the innovation behind them the way for example the way our surge kits connect they have little buzz bars we've done away with the wires so they're like best in class really efficient really you know they're tested and backed up by our labs to do what they you know say on the tin so it's great when you get out to see customers and you can say look this is why we've got this arrangement and this is the the testing that we've done to prove that it's a great solution for you you know we've got a number of different solutions for different topics surrounding a consumer unit or a distribution board uh you know we do panel boards you know switch boards air circuit breakers the full suite of protective devices now so having those conversations and i've not got tired of it yet i've been doing cpd at those shows for well over a decade now and i still enjoy doing it and still learning and still learning yeah so thanks for joining us no problem it's been great having you thanks for having us in all right so uh thanks for listening everybody hope you've enjoyed that um look out for future podcasts we'll be doing a few more of these so thanks for listening and thanks for watching